When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everyone, Sandman here. Today's video is brought to you by a donation from Sojourner, and here's his request. Hey Sandman, I think my journey to becoming MGTOW began a couple of years ago after my divorce was finalized. At that time I didn't know much about MGTOW or the movement, but had already given up on the idea of traditional marriage. I had been treated so poorly by my ex-wife both during and after my marriage, and was treated so unfairly by the divorce court system that I decided that marriage was not for me anymore and it was just too risky for my emotional, physical, spiritual, as well as financial health. But listening to and reading MGTOW content has answered a lot of lingering questions that I had about the whys and hows of my painful experiences with women. I thought I was alone in my adverse view of marriage until I heard about the marriage strike. It was surprising to hear the stories of so many other men who have also been put through the meat grinder of marriage, divorce, and family court. And I think that the younger generation of men are more emotionally aware and confident, and much less susceptible to the shaming tactics many of us older guys fell victim to. As a result, you see young men today ditching marriage and the American dream in droves. Here's a quote from Dr. Helen Smith's book, Men on Strike. It's no wonder that fewer and fewer men are getting married now than in the past. And Kay Heimowitz states in her book, Manning Up, that in 1970, 80% of the 25 to 29-year-old men were married. And in 2007, only 40% of them were married. And in 1970, 85 of 30 to 34 year old men were also married. However, in 2007, only 60% of them were. After reading that, here's my question Do you think this marriage strike will continue for much longer? And if so, what would you say would be the most significant social and economic impacts to Western society from this particular trend? Well, thanks for your comments and questions, Sojourner. Your question fits in well with what Barbarossa has been talking about in a video he released yesterday called Sexodus Part 2. He fears that the mainstream media or some other organization will attempt to subvert MGTOW and use a different name to try and redefine it. But if they try and do that, I think they won't be successful. To promote and propel a new idea or concept into the minds of enough people to reach some sort of critical mass requires three main ingredients. First, the constant repetition of the name and the concept. Second, influencing the younger generation to adopt it. And thirdly, a large body of content that's always fresh and relevant and talks about the current issues and events. The MGTOW community online is the only one doing this right now. And I don't see YouTube channels dedicated to the marriage strike, the sexodus, and perpetual bachelorhood online. Also, Dr. Helen Smith and the men's rights movement is reaching mostly people, men in their 40s, 50s, 60s, and beyond. Many of the spiritual father figures in the MRA movement are also in their 40s and beyond. And with their age, they don't have as much young dynamism as they once did. Youth resonates to youth. And I think the smartest thing that the men's rights movement has done in the last year was probably to bring in Victor Zen and put him front and center. But enough about the MRA. But getting back to your question, when will the marriage strike end? I think what we're seeing is the marriage strike or MGTOW are just starting to accelerate in Europe, North America, as well as Australia. The marriage strike, as some would call it, has been well underway for the last 10 to 15 years in Japan. And Japan has been technologically, financially, demographically, and culturally ahead of the West for many decades now. 
we are just catching up to them right now. And eventually you'll see the same thing in China and India as well. The marriage strike, or MGTOW, as I'll refer to it from this point on, is caused by the exposure to affluence, education, and the destruction of cultural and religious norms, as well as the main ingredient of rampant gynocentrism in society, as well as the rampant individualism and narcissism that we see around us today. If we want to stop the marriage strike, then as a society we need social unity by some other type of collective ideology or common goal. And we need people to have it beaten into their heads that we are the world's chosen people, and the world needs us more than ever to save them in some kind of way, and therefore make ourselves out to be some sort of heroes and have a hero complex. That's how populations have grown in the past and how economies and populations grew. And we also need to promote the idea of the disposable man. Men dying on the battlefield means more babies need to be created to replace them. And if women fear losing their husbands and sons on the battlefield, then they will make surplus sons to decrease the odds that they'll end up all alone when they get into their old age. But all of what I just spoke about is complete bullshit. Does anyone really want to live in a world like this? I surely don't. In the past, people had social and cultural practices to keep them in line and keep them all on the same path as a society. Every man was dressed to look like every other man. Every woman was dressed the same as every other woman. Gender roles and social roles were very rigid and well-defined. People were expected to have kids, and if they didn't, they were ostracized by their social circles as well as families. Today, choosing to have children or not to have children, or not to get married, is not going to get you thrown out of your circle of friends. And I know large groups of couples that are mostly unmarried and childless, and they have their own social groups to hang out with. MGTOW will not come to an end so long as the culture continues to allow us to do whatever the hell we want. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Rigid and enforced roles are the only thing that can stop the marriage strike at this point, but I don't see this happening. And with new digital technologies, we are seeing more people get away from their rigid cultural practices, so to speak. MGTOW is just warming up. And while it's true that feminism and gynocentrism have caused many men to go their own way, other men just don't want the responsibility of fatherhood, nor do they want the responsibility of family and relationship. It's much easier to be alone. You can make your money at your career, and your time is your own as well. And why wouldn't you want to go your own way? Marriage often leads to divorce, poverty, as well as fights with your teenage children and an early grave. Avoiding these things gives you inner peace and prosperity. Future generations be damned. MGTOW is not so much a strike as it is a revolution. This is a revolution that cultures and empires in the past would have worked very hard to fight from happening. And we are just letting it happen on its own. And I for one think this is absolutely great. Because if we don't stop consuming the resources of this planet, then we'll destroy all the ecosystems that make life on this planet possible. I want to see more birds in the sky, more fish in the waters, more trees on the land, 
and less people living in cookie-cutter lifestyles in the suburbs. I want more quality people instead of an increase in the quantity of people. And with regards to the marriage strike, so long as men can get sex from women cheaply and without marrying them, then the hookup culture will persist and expand. Less men will want to get married, and the population will fall. Most of the weddings I've done photography for this year have been couples that met in high school. They fell in love and got married before the age of 25. And they were mostly high school sweethearts. Sojourner, you want to know the ultimate effect of the marriage strike. The impact to Western society is the demographic winter, collapsing economies. Just look to cities like Detroit and Cleveland as a barometer for the future. Before the 1950s, there was one unified culture. And the beginning of the end was when people started to identify in social groups in the 50s, such as the greasers, the jocks, and the nerds. Once they grew up and created their own social groups and classes, and we had the sexual revolution, marriage became less of a social need and more of a social want. That's when people wanted to get married and not needed to get married to keep their family, job, and social circle around them. Also, before there was gay culture out there in the open, all men were expected to get married. Gay men were the best husbands for women because they didn't want sex from their wives and looked after their children. And they could possibly bang other guys on the side without their wife even knowing. Once being gay became acceptable in the late 90s, men in the gay community here in Toronto saw bankers come into the Gay Pride Week, giving away t-shirts and sponsoring the events, trying to get their money through the banking business. And at some point, the establishment will not be able to ignore the numbers of men going their own way. Here in Toronto, condo towers are popping up all over the city, and most of the apartments are built for single people. The housing industry and developers are getting behind the trend of catering to singles that will probably never get married. Other industries are doing the same thing. As long as other countries produce surplus population, we can import those people from places and assimilate those people into our society and basically have them become single and unmarried in the Western nations. The end of the marriage strike will only happen when our social order resets, when people become less prosperous for at least a couple of generations and no longer have access to easy wealth, travel, and knowledge that they do today. That may happen, but with the internet being here, I don't see how it's going to go away anytime soon. So knowledge will be here with us for a long time to come. Which means marriage won't be. Educated and affluent people don't seem to be interested in getting married anymore. With regards to preventing MGTOW from being subverted under a different name such as the marriage strike, the sexodus, or confirmed bachelorhood, the media or any other social movement out there needs to take one of these terms and bombard people with it day in and day out. But the problem with the mainstream media is that most people have very little attention for it these days. If you cover the same topic for more than a couple of days in a row, people get bored and switch to a different channel to watch something else. MGTOWs have to use YouTube to get MGTOW into the public eye as quickly as possible. I'm currently following a strategy for my channel that I learned in part from the author, James Howard Kunstler. He says that it's not the person with the best content or the most influential that's the most successful. It's the one that's the most consistent. And I've consistently done almost 11 months worth of videos, day in and day out. And I'm doing my part to make sure that MGTOW stays in the forefront and saturates any possible title changes for the movement. And I now see other producers following my lead, doing videos on a daily basis, and putting MGTOW in the title of their videos. I also spoke about entertainment-based MGTOW videos being the future. And there's even a channel now called MGTOW Entertainment. I also spoke about doing street interviews, and there are a couple of guys doing this as well. I put out a video each and every single day, and now I see other channels doing that as well. All of these ideas I saw pushing MGTOW faster and higher, and I'm glad to see that others are taking those ideas and running with them. I'll talk about the future of MGTOW on YouTube in the next little while. 
I still think there's a lot of things that can push us forward. With that, I want to thank Sojourner once again for his donation, and thank everyone else for taking their daily dose of red pills. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.